Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast, Tuesday, February 3rd, 2015, again. I'm Stuart Farrell. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hey, Faz Donks. How are you? Well, not bad. Not bad at all. You know why? Why? Because we've got the bar. We've got the Raccoon Bar, and they're sponsoring our show, our podcast for all this week. And that makes me so happy. Bless so, them. Bless them. And thank you to the Raccoon Bar down at 145 Plenty Road, Preston. I'm going to give you one little thing before we give them a proper plug later on. Yeah. You order in your own food. There's a little tip, okay? I'll explain more later on. Oh. Raccoon Bar, God bless you all. Now, Lauren. Yes. It is Tuesday. Tuesday, universally acknowledged as the nothing day out of all seven. <laughs> it is. It's like the youngest sibling of seven children that really didn't uh, develop into anything special, did it? <laughs> it is, actually. That's true. Although it's sort of annoying sometimes because the weekend's a long way off. It's the worst day ever. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's okay, the point right. of the so day. It's not it, nothing. It's... It is nothing. It is the nothing day. Yeah. Wednesday is halfway. Monday is the day we all hate. Tuesday is like, why are you even existing? Yeah. <laughs> it's the summer of days. <laughs> Thursday is payday. Friday is Friday. And yeah. the weekend is the weekend. Yeah. Tuesday has absolutely nothing for us. How depressing. It is. Good morning. morning. Yes. It's no surprise, is it? It's no surprise. Oh, was that that was nice? Mm-hmm. That was nice. You know, mm. you go on. You're going to say. Well, something. I was going to say we 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 were thinking we needed to bring this up in the podcast, even though we talked about not doing it because it's a bit of a weird thing to talk about. But you and I yesterday after the podcast uh, recording, we walked. You sometimes walk me into my other. I work. walk you to work. Let's yeah. just call a spade a spade. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll make sure you get this safely. <laughs> Main streets of Melbourne. You are. And that, I'm not a main street. I'm, I'm nice. That involves walking through a park. Mm-hmm. So we walk through the park and we see somebody coming towards us and the uh, who's just like a another person in the park. Dressed for work, just heading walking, off on their day. Heading off, looking kind of, you know, power Snappy. walking and fit and kind of whatever. And then she... Not quite power walking. I'm just mean, you know. power walking? No, but she was like, you are know, we, morning walk. You know the morning the walk? walk? The morning walk is, you don't think the morning walk's different from the walk home walk? Well, see, I thought she was dressed for work and was just walking to work. But she was. But you walk to work differently from how you walk home from work. Don't you work. walk to work with your head bowed and tears in your eyes and just slowly one foot in front of the other? And then the walk, Is that how you then, walk in here? The whistle goes off at the end of the day and you bolt out is to the that lo- how closest you walk public in house. Here? Uh, no, I ride with tears in my eyes. It's a, it's a drudge. It's, it's hard. And then it's I really s- tough coming in here. Out of here at the end of being anyway, ridiculous for twenty minutes. You anyway, were talking about our surprise. Listen, hmm. we got a surprise because she stopped in front of us. She said, oh, and then she showed us her iPod, and on her iPod was the stupidly small. Icon. So obviously she was listening to Stupidly Small while she was walking through the park and we were there and then that happened. Now the reason reason we're talking about it. The reason we're talking about it. Yes, continue. Well, because uh, we felt after saying, oh, wow, thanks. Okay, But we didn't even say that. That makes us sound functional. We kind of went, oh, oh, like idiots. Yeah. And (laughs) And we we didn't say the right thing and we didn't say, we just kind of went, oh, (laughs) like it happens every day. No, Not I didn't that. feel like that. It wasn't I just blase, like was it? I was just, you just, I was rendered, I was dumbstruck in like literally, I was rendered mm. dumb 
And then we kind of all went in opposite directions. And for the next, like... As we proceeded, we discussed about how poor our reaction was. How poor our reaction was. And how excited it made us feel. And how awesome it was. I know. So, to that person, that was excellent. Thank you very much. It was a very good one. But it did make us, like... But for the whole time, we were going, why did we... Because I felt like I sort of had a cross face on. Because I, I didn't know a cross face, but I had a kind of a, you know, when someone stops in the park and has, a, and it's sort of out of, it's like, what is this going to be? Are they going to ask me for directions? Because then five seconds, seconds along, later, yeah. this other woman stopped us and said, how old are these trees? <laughs> you know what I mean? And we told her. And we told her. We said, uh, about 100 years old. She goes, oh. <laughs> so, she, so we're functional with her. Yeah, but at the same time, we wouldn't have a clue how old the trees are. <laughs> Why is she asking us? And we gave her an answer rather than say, look, I'm really sorry. Um, this half metre high tree over here, Actually, we think it's 100 years old. And she took that away as fact. <laughs> you said it. You're the one with your fact up your sleeve. Well, I probably pretty, would have said Google them. but <laughs> They were pretty big trees. They so probably I'm were. I'm thinking, all right, give them about, what, 10 centimetres every year. They were at least 100 metres high. What does that make him like a mean years old? I don't know. But, um, yeah, so to and that lady, I'm, I'm quite sure she doesn't listen to the podcast. But The tree uh, lady. Tree lady. No. But um, she's <laughs> going around telling all of her friends now about the 100-year-old trees in the garden. So that's not. And you, hang on. <clears throat> it only becomes true because I said 100 years and you backed it up like it was true. So I said, oh, yeah, two, yeah, two probably about 100. No, no, that is true. I, I support you, Stu. I support you in everything you do. Listen, Surprises. it did make me wonder. Yeah. Because you had a surprise party. Now, I remember this because I barely knew you at this point. It was your, so it was your birthday coming up yeah. and everybody started, people started telling me, oh, yes, yeah, Stu's having a, it's a birthday. We're going to surprise him in the pub. Hmm. And I said, not knowing you very well, that is a terrible idea. How so? Now, why? Have you met Stuart? Right. <laughs> I don't reckon he's the kind of person who's going to want to be surprised. No. However, I also knew you enough to know that if I didn't turn up, I would be berated <laughs> for the rest of my life. True. So Not I had true. to kind of turn up and yet not be complicit in the surprise. Mm. But then I kind of knew that you'd like everybody being there once you got over the surprise. However, my plan was, and it was a calculated plan, arrive late. Well, good work. How, I say, how, look, however, I, what that meant was I missed your face with the surprise. So did you do a similar thing? Did you go? <laughs> no. All right. I, I want to start this by saying yes. To, there was probably two or three people involved in just trying to put it together. And to those people, thank you. It was appreciated. The effort. No, the, the thought, whole thing was amazing. No, Everybody turned up. Was, Everybody loved it. The thought was nice. For, uh, except for you're a grumpy. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Surprise parties are flawed for a number of reasons. <laughs> See, right? this is what I knew you were going to do. Well, they are. Like and first of all, this one was poorly planned out. At that time, I was finishing work at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> right? So where did uh, conspirator number one decide, well, oh, we'll go to the pub that it's happening at, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. What time's the party starting? About half past 6, 7 o'clock. Oh. Do the maths. I've just done an eight-hour day. Oh. Right? And I've then proceeded to sit in the pub for five hours. So they didn't Pre-party. let you go. Pre-party. So they didn't let you go. So when this party was supposed to start. You were heading It off. was bedtime, right? Oh Number one. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. We're sitting in a window seat. Yeah. And people started trickling off uh, the tram <laughs> just a bit prior. 
Some of which lived uh, two hours away. They just had to be getting off a tram <laughs> outside the pub that we were just sitting at on my birthday. So the so it was a trickle surprise. But that's the best way. So I was off my chops, and and <laughs> it was no trickle surprise. It was more like, oh, you are got to be. You're not doing this, are you? Oh, did you? So then really I say sat that? there. That's terrible. And all right, you you tell me this, and to the listeners, yeah. If you're going to a party or yeah. if you know you're going to be seeing a lot of people, maybe some that you hadn't seen for a while, yeah. you want to be feeling good, looking your best, perhaps not being in the same clothes that you've been in for 15 hours by the time everyone's <laughs> arriving, right, after a long day at work yeah. and then five hours in the pub. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you'd want to be looking and feeling a bit refreshed and ready to enjoy the night, right, yeah. and being able to speak That's why usually when people do surprise parties, they go, we're getting dressed up and we're going out to dinner. So dress up in your nicest things, everybody, and then the person dresses up and then they get there and... Right. This is what I mean in right. the planning. Yeah. So I'm... But this is... But you see, Stu, look, for, to be fair to the planners, you're never going to like another person's plan. Like that person This plan is have, totally unlikable. No. <laughs> you could have... Yeah, Let's I, get him off his face, leave him marinating in his uh, work clothes... <laughs> And uh, then surprise him when Stu, he can't even see straight. I got you a mm. present and you said, oh, no, no, no. Like that was your first reaction. No, oh, no. Like you can't. <laughs> that you, was like six, seven hours after uh, the afternoon No, no, started. not that. Not that. Recent. The, the present I got you recently that wasn't for Christmas. Is that the bowl? Yeah, oh, no. Like if your first that reaction. You sound like a lunatic. <laughs> to everything <laughs> where you're not in control of the situation and you're being surprised is you want to punch the person in the face. Can be embarrassing. I'm just saying surprises. Uh, you know, like it is goes, surprise. There is nothing good about surprises, but except the one in the park yesterday. That but it was caught lovely. us off guard. Yeah, and, and for that we apologise for our muddled reaction because you did well and truly make our day. Stupid. Laura. Yes. Forget about surprises. There, there is one worse thing in existence mm-hmm. that seems to be embraced and loved by the mainstream. Okay. Yeah. Can you guess what that is? Oh, this is good. No, I can't because there is a – in my view, mm. your top list of things that are the worst <laughs> changes every day. <laughs> it's just All a right. rotating well, – Well, I won't make you guess. Okay, good. Yep. Feel good films. What? They are. That, there could be, you know, when when uh, the what's that thing called when uh, the Earth's about to explode with the crazy people that uh, believe in Jesus. Um, the reckoning is it? The crazy people that believe in Jesus. Lots of people believe in Jesus. Yeah, but crazy. there's there's no. That's what I mean. There's there are people that believe in Jesus and they've got the, they can right. um, sort of say t- tell you why this is sanely. But then there's of... crazy people that scream at homosexuals and uh, smash their head against walls and speak in tongues <laughs> and think <laughs> you know sound, what I mean. They're the crazy awesome. people. I'm, I think I'm I'm, I'm pretty justified okay, saying right, right, right. they're these the crazy the people. Who, these are the ones who every now and then say the world's going to end tomorrow. Yeah, but Nostradamus. There's, there's, type there's a there's a uh, it was supposed to happen two years ago. Remember. And then they cancelled it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what's it called? The reckoning? Is it the reckoning? Something like that. The epiphany? That. Something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. When yeah. that day comes, yeah. I'm pretty sure sh- Satan's going to show up, right? Because if there's a God, there's a Satan. Okay, right. And yep. he's going to show up yep. and explain what he's been up to as well. Before God blows us up, yeah. Satan gets his five minutes. So you yeah, you get a, a really a good five, view of so. this. Yeah. This is very sophisticated analysis. One of the Mm. things that Satan's going to say to us Mm -hmm. is we're – our feet are probably on fire at this point because, you know, I think they're going to burn us, right, on the last day. 
Who knows? Do we have yeah. a poo? I do. Do you not discuss that? No. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Do you not discuss the last what day on earth? What is the point that you're attempting to get to Satan. here? Satan. Or anywhere near. We'll say, you know one of the, the greatest tricks I ever played on you idiots? Uh-huh. And we'll go, what, Satan? My feet hurt. Um, you watched feel-good films and believed in them. Now, this is interesting coming from you because you've uh, said on the record before that you are a fan of the romance film, of a, of a rom-com. No, I'm, I've never once in my life said... Romances f- and rom-coms. No, no, I've said I like sad films. Romances and rom-coms. Really? Yeah. Sad film, yes. Rom-com, no. And... That's no, you not- said, I swear you said on the record, boy, look at your little smile, you know you have. I don't like rom-coms. You like romance. I like romance in reality. No, yeah, I know. And you said but in But then ro- does romance, um, without surprises in the world, can there be romance? Because isn't the backbone of romance surprises? Is it? Well. Like surprise, here's well, some no, roses it doesn't have to a- be like an idiotic surprise, yeah. but it can be... Uh, isn't it romance took me by surprise? Romance, by definition, is basically doing something sweet and loving for yeah. someone without them uh, asking or or needing it to be done, but purely because of them. Yeah, but it doesn't need to be a surprise. Well, it, it must be a surprise because it hasn't been requested and it hasn't been discussed. If I was to say, Lauren, darling, tonight. I'm going to give you some flowers and some really? chocolates and we're going to eat beef stroganoff in front of a fire, <laughs> right? This that, is just... It's not romantic. That's boasting. But if you came home from a hard day at work and I sat you on your favourite chair in front of the fire... I'm not enjoying this role play at all, off so your, you know. <laughs> pulled off your shoes, rubbed your feet a little bit... No, stop and it. And then said, Lauren, uh. here's some flowers and some chocolates and here's the beef stroganoff. <laughs> I don't like beef stroganoff, do I? It's organic beef. Oh, Stu... Why are we doing that? But do you understand? I'm, I was giving you an example. Yeah, but that, that is really so, made you uncomfortable. That example. So no, so that's not very nice romance either. <laughs> you brought rom coms into evidence. I'm saying surprises. Here's a thing. Stuart, I don't reckon. Stuart, why are you doing that? I don't. <laughs> I don't reckon that you would like to be surprised with a beef stroganoff. <laughs> well, every bloke likes to be surprised with a beef stroganoff occasionally. <laughs> I mean it. Do you like it when you get surprised by romance? When I get stroganoffed. <laughs> when you get stroganoffed? Um, no, no, because I don't like surprises. You see, this is the thing. But so you, you know, don't like romance being done upon you, but you like doing romance upon others. But let me, I, what I, you know what would be romantic? What? To have someone organise or just think, think independently. So yeah. if if I was at home and my and my dearly beloved came home and said, "Hey, just so you know, here's two tickets to Vietnam. We're heading off in three weeks." I've just in fact, she's done something very similar to you before, hasn't she? No. Oh no, me. you've done it to her. <laughs> I was That's going, right. When did I get a surprise? No, no, no. You go. You go. Well, if I were her, I wouldn't be giving you surprises. Well, that's the other thing. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I'm not into surprise, but we digress. Yes, we do. It's uh... feel good films. What about? <laughs> yeah, is there exactly ever a <laughs> No, you were beating back through the conversation from well later still, than that. Still thinking about my last good stroganoffing. Oh dear. What? When was your last good stroganoffing? I made a beef stroganoff pie. Yeah. Once um, that seemed to work because it's that slow cooked beef. Oh, we're talking about food again, are we? Melts we away go. to little pieces back of food. chunky goodness. Beef stroganoff. Am I allowed to talk about your thing yet? What? what? 
<laughs> Stu Farrell. Am I allowed to talk about your thing yet? Stu Farrell's obsession with food is becoming it's a thing. It's taking a dangerous turn, hasn't it's it? It's taking a dangerous turn. Uh, when are you going to be running your own kitchen in Fitzroy? Next Monday it starts. That's terrifying. That's good. We can talk about that later at another time when I, it's up and running and then I feel confident in letting people okay. know. So this is a teaser. Okay. There's going to be a kitchen mm. in a pub. Yes. In a very reputable pub. Mm. Uh, in Fitzroy. Yes. Run by yours truly. Correct. Coming up soon. I've got to do something with my We're days. going to tell you about it. We will. In fact, I am nominating mm. that my little new business. Yeah. I'm going to spend the cash. And become a stupidly small sponsor. Are you really? Yes, it's going to be a business sponsor. And? You know, I think we need to run it by the committee. It might be considered a conflict of interest. It could be a, a dodgy business. No, if I'm paying the uh, standard card rate, yeah. I think any business can get in. Of course. With exceptions, of course. Yeah. What um, wouldn't we take? <laughs> this stage? How is this conversation going? There How are four streams of it. Yeah. There, it's like, all right. Let's talk about. Who we wouldn't allow to sponsor the show another day. Pause. Mm. Uh, and I put to you this. All right. The, there is only one place in which the feel-good film is entirely acceptable. Yes. In an aeroplane. Well, you're not going to show then, disaster movies, are you, on no. a plane? Because and everybody, like there's all this research into. Um, like Flying High, they showed disaster movies during Flying High. Go on, research. There's all this research into what happens to your body and your brain and your whatever, emotions, when you're in an aeroplane. Deep vein thrombosis. And everybody gets – no, everybody gets teary really easily. Really? Yeah. It's like a thing. Is that because uh, – is that in the days where they used to free pour the gin or is it – No. Oh. To this day, my friend. To this day, we all so, start crying on planes. Next time you're on an aeroplane, try a feel-good film. Bet you feel good. Stupid. Now, instead of talking about businesses yep. that we're not going to allow mm-hmm. uh, on air here at Stupidly Small and yes. it has to go to the Stupidly Big Board and all that sort of, of course, stuff, yeah. let's talk about the ones that have gotten through our strict protocols. Okay, great. This week's sponsor of the Stupidly Small podcast is the Raccoon Club. Now, Lauren, they're yes. down at 145 Plenty Road, Preston. Yeah. Right. Yesterday, we, we t- we're going to take on their challenge to drink one of each of their 90 single malt whiskies. Mm-hmm. Single malt. These aren't blends. This no. is the good stuff. You're going to drink 89 and I'm going to drink one. We're both going to share 90. So <laughs> technically we're only having 45 whiskies each. Oh, that's right. Well, Over seven-day period. Sure. We shouldn't be in hospital for too much longer than a week or so. Now, <laughs> yes. I've got a question for you. Please. How do you spell raccoon? Double C, double O. Interesting because I Googled. Yeah. Raccoon Club, just to you know, get a bit of a flavour. Even though I have been down there many times, and yeah. I should just use my mental Google. Yeah, but uh, there is even online. Can mm. you believe this? Mm. Even online, people are spelling the word raccoon wrong. With with what? One C. One C. Yeah. Never one O. No. That's like the the Greek the Greek uh, raccoon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> one C. This is what that cracks me up. <laughs> the Greek raccoon character. Raccoon. But there's two O's and two C's. So you say raccoon. I say I say, I used to say raccoon. Raccoon. Like concentrate on the at a bit more. Raccoon. Raccoon club. Raccoon. Is that wrong? Yes. Have I been saying it wrong my whole life? Yes, it's raccoon. R- raccoon. 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 Oh, now we're doing that thing where it turns into a crazy word. Raccoon club, 145 Plain Road, Preston. Mm-hmm. They have an all Victorian wine list. 
Oh, did they? Yes. Huh. Right? They've got a good selection of Australian spirits. And as I mentioned, those 90 single malt whiskies, Lauren Clark. And uh, there's a little... Now, they were in the papers about 18 months ago. Do you remember this controversy? No. There is a policy. Oh, they're these ones, Sparks. Yes. Ah. They have no children policy. Yeah. And that's purely because uh, for safety. They figure if people are wandering around with drinks and stuff... The little tykes can get under your feet. So, and that's, and you know what, when that, because it made the age, because um, yeah, a child was asked to leave, <laughs> so it had a few too many, and um, everyone, even uh, parents and stuff, came out in support of the policy. Interesting, huh? Remember, we had this discussion, that is the place. The Raccoon Club, 145, Plenty Road, Preston. Just get on the 86 tram and stop 44. Raccoon Club. Raccoon. And <laughs> bear in mind, it is south of Bell Street. Does that make it an inner city these days? It's virtually CBD, isn't it? We thank them for being this week's stupidly small sponsor. And without our sponsors, well, I don't know. It's just good to have you on board. It's just bloody great. It is bloody great. I'll tell you what's bloody great. What? Your new segment. What's in your phone? Stu, I feel like I've just been stroganoffed. <clears throat> What's <laughs> you wish, buddy? You wish. What is in your phone? Well, Loz. You haven't been nailing this segment, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you actually gave me a bit of a stabbing to the, the guts yesterday with uh, uh, what, were, what were we talking Super about. Super Bowl. you just Super- written Super Bowl into your phone. Super Bowl. And we, we actually sat there and watched a Super Bowl together yesterday. And I tell you what. Uh, wasn't I excited when... Uh, well, that last pass, when Boston, 20 seconds to go, two, and apparently I was calling them the Saudi, Seattle Superhawks yesterday. It's the Seahawks. <laughs> I gave them a bit of extra oomph. But the, the uh, Superhawks got pipped at the line. Yes. They made one final play and butchered it. Yeah. It was an intercept by a young rookie. Yeah, who was, couldn't believe his luck. Mm, he was crying for the, the following know. 10 minutes. It so was... the New England Patriots are this year's Super Bowl champions, but that's not what we're talking about. Uh-huh. We're talking about something else that's in the phone. What? Okay? Friday mailbag. You like that original concept? That is very original concept. Something you, I came up with. What are you uh, talking about, my dear? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually something you came up with. But Yes. Every Friday, because we get we get a ton of feedback. Well, see, we decide and we, and we don't ignore it. We read it all, but we don't acknowledge it properly. Yeah, we, we don't acknowledge it properly, and we love uh, talking to you people who are hilarious and ridiculous and very helpful and smart and um, sometimes not uh, very. You, you're always you're always willing to come forward with something. So we were thinking. We needed to just have a little segment. And it might not. We, we, you know, segments can come and go, really, can't they? could do it for a couple of weeks and it could not yeah. be of any interest. But it is just good to have uh, those comments in our brains. So we thought we might talk about them. Fridays. Fridays. End of the week. All Friday right, mailbag. So you can get in touch any way you like, Stu, can't you? You can get in touch on social media, on Facebook or Twitter. You can go to the website. Stupidly you can. <laughs> uh, it's not exactly clarity you're going with there, is it? No. Uh, and you can leave a voicemail. Or. Yeah. Mail us. Oh, send us some actual mail. Yeah, yeah that's box. true. 1436 Fitzroy North 3068. We love the snail mail. We've got to get out of here. We've we got do. stuff to do. Yeah, we do. Episode 57 is toast, as far it's as I'm concerned. Mm. Odd one again. Lauren Clark. <laughs> Great to see you. Yeah, great to see you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, until tomorrow, uh-huh. take it.
take care. Take care. Uh, bye-bye.